Hey, it's Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. And today we have Sona John, a certified coach and speaker, helps individuals with providing tools to navigate through the challenges they are facing today. For several years, she was a trainer, model, and a spokesperson for Fortune 500 companies. Her background is in TV, radio, broadcast, training, and facilitation. She mostly focuses on building inner power first, which leads to building strong external relationships and organizations. With that being said, let's welcome to our today's guest, Sona Johns. Sona, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Most welcome, Sona. Okay, Sona, let's start from your journey. What inspired you to become a coach and how did you get started in this profession? Okay, well, Sabrat, I, I have a long history of challenges, struggles, just like everybody else. My background, as I, you know, you, you just mentioned, was in facilitation and training. I've been a single mom for many years. And throughout those years, there have been a lot of pressures from work, you know, personally and professionally. And at some point, it just was really overwhelming and really getting to be very stressful. And I experienced burnout, you know, to make a long story short, or it started affecting my health. So that's when I realized, you know, something has to give here. And these were all challenges on a professional and personal level as well. And we would need a much longer podcast to get into all of that. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But what I decided that I wanted to do is I needed to get my power back and I was losing my health. I was losing my confidence and I did what it took. I reached out. I got a, you know proper support at the time. And when I got myself back on my feet again, that's when I realized I wanted to help other people that were going through similar challenges. And then I've also worked in the corporate world. So that's why I've helped, you know, single moms, I've helped executives, people that are trying to balance life and not get burnt out and keep their mental health in a very good shape, if you will. And how it is going? It's going really well, actually. My focus has been personal power. I'm really focusing on it and manifestation and goals and visualization and inner power. So inner power is really my theme of what I do because I really believe that everything we do comes from within. So our inner world affects our outer world success. So basically, you mostly focus on the inner power. So could you tell something about inner power? So inner power is really going within, you know, really discovering who you are, what you want, what your goals are, what you like, what's in alignment with who you are, you know, your true self, not what everybody else wants you to be or trying to prove anything, but really being authentic in yourself and then really honing in on that and owning it and then using that as your inner power to exude confidence and strength and then thrive both personally and professionally. So basically, just to realize your inner power, you can build the confidence that you want to do whatever in your life that will help you eventually to grow in your life. Yes, you can't bypass it. It really does start within. You can't start without and, you know, want to have all the success really starts within. Yeah, and can I ask to anyone, help me to find my inner power? It always starts from within yourself. Once you realize that, then you will find the way. You will think about that, how you can be able to find the inner power. So here, mostly that coaches are constant. And if I talk about the person, exactly experience these feelings, these things, they can help you to find out that. Yes, there are steps, there are questions, there's self-discovery, there's practices, there's tools. And it's really not that difficult. It just takes a strong will to become where you want to have that inner power and that strength and that confidence and do a little bit of work. It, it takes the consistency and an effort to want to do that because most people want the quick track. They want the fast track. They don't want to go within. But what you don't realize is that, you know, a lot of work in the beginning, quality work can really lead to 
substantial endings, you know, big beginnings and endings, obviously. Okay, so uh, like, what do you think are the most important quality for a successful coach? The most important quality, I think, is being a good listener, not having any judgment. And I also feel that when you've gone through similar challenges as your clients, and they don't have to be exactly the same, but even if they're similar, that you have an advantage, not that you have to have that experience, but it certainly helps. So a lot of the things that I coach on and the people that I work with, they are things that I've experienced myself, that I've had to navigate through on my own. So things that I work with, I share with them because it's worked. So I think that that's probably the one of the best qualities. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now since you have got a lot of experience in entrepreneurship as well as coaching industry and more than enough people that you have already helped. So how do you approach working with clients who are really struggling to achieve their goals? I have specific programs that I have that I offer to people based on what their needs are. They're similar in some form, but really I think consistency, like I just mentioned, I work with people on a weekly basis. I also do group coaching. I've gone into companies where there are smaller groups that I work with and kind of you know help them to overcome some of the obstacles that they've been going through. And a lot of the challenges that they have are not only at work, but they're at home. And then, you know, that's why we try to work through those things and find ways to overcome them so that they're more productive in their work atmosphere. So I do group coaching. I do one-on-one coaching. I do private mentoring with executives. And I'm really starting to advance in my speaking career. So that's really been in the works right now. And uh, do you have any pro- online program or only you do the offline program? I'm working on an online program right now, as a matter of fact. So, and that should be ready in a few weeks. It's going to be a mindset program. I don't have the exact title yet. I haven't completely solidified that, but it is like a 30 days to a positive mindset. And it will also incorporate some of the tools and things that I use in my coaching. And that is effective for sure. There's really nothing like one-on-one in person, or I should say on Zoom or in, you know, online, but some people don't have the time to do it. So I do think the online programs are very effective and I've taken some myself, but I love to work one-on-one on Zoom so that I can read into the energy and see people. And uh, it's just to get a little bit more out of it. Yeah. Like you can also be able to help more people because we have only 24 hours are uh, like a date but uh, as we are just planning to start your online program in that way you can help more people absolutely you can leverage yourself more and that's why i decided to get back into speaking because i spoke years ago that was really what i did full time and i'm getting back into it with a new message and you know my message is obviously you know personal power confidence inner power and so i feel like even if you're speaking in front of groups of people you're able to leverage yourself the same as an online program. So I do plan on doing some videos within my online program as well. And I'm really excited about it. So please watch for that in probably about three weeks. I should be launching that. Wow. That's really awesome. Great. Guys, do check out Sona's program. Okay, so Sona, I do stay motivated at continuing as it grows because see, life, uh, like every time you, you are going to face a lot of problems, a lot of challenges in our life, right? So as a coach, uh, how do you keep yourself motivated and continue growth? You know, I just really want to give back and through so much in my life and I know how difficult it can be and that's what keeps me motivated. It's it's really my purpose. It's my mission. It's it's hard to explain, but it's just something guiding me to give back and help people and share what I've learned from the people I work with, from my support system and, you know, be able to help others in the process. So that's what keeps me motivated. And also when I get successes from my clients and I start to see a shift within 
two or three weeks and just their energy, I'm I, it makes me so happy. Like just to see that they're starting to set boundaries and they're feeling empowered. And that is very rewarding. That's really rewarding. Okay, so Sona, like how do you balance holding your clients accountable while also being compassionate and supportive? Well, that comes with a little bit of practice, in my opinion. You know, over time, you learn to balance and hold space for your client, which I think is really important when you're doing private mentoring, one-on-one coaching, is to hold space space for them, meaning that you're kind of available in between to answer and help them guide them through. And you're completely present when you are with them, coaching them. And I am pretty strict on accountability because I've worked with people that are accountable and then people that want to space their their sessions out and it doesn't work. In the beginning, you have to be accountable. And my program is weekly, so it's meeting once a week. And even for my online program, it's all about accountability because if we aren't accountable, we're not going to have the momentum of the results and the increase in the energy if we aren't consistent. Yeah, like it doesn't matter that what amount of knowledge that you are consuming, but if you do not take any actions, then that is not going to lead in any way. Right. And and it's it's good to have that support in knowing that, you know, you have to be accountable because listen, we can all be motivated, but it's hard to stay self-motivated. We all need some support and accountability. We need that kind of environment, that kind of vibration because it's very hard to be because right now a lot of distractions are surrounding us. So it's really hard. It is. There's just so many challenges, adversity, things that are happening in the world. And you know, we can't control any of it. The only thing that we can concentrate on is ourselves. It's the only thing we can do because it's out of our hands. So we have to be the best that we can be in order to uh, have inner peace and then impact the world in a positive manner. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So since uh, most of the marketing things are shifted online, right? Especially the social media thing. So how do you take the advantage of online marketing? Marketing, you know, there's so many things you can do in social media nowadays. There's so many platforms. What I think, I mean, what works for me is I am just really authentic to what I do. I, ha- I don't have a set system. I post when I'm inspired to post. I do a video when I'm inspired to video, to do a video. I try to be very authentic and very real with what I do. I try not to have it be controlled. And so that's what works for me. I think that people like that. They like the realness, the authenticity. So if videos are something you feel comfortable with, do it. If you want to post, you know, still shots and a message, do that. If it's YouTube, if it's whatever it is, there's really no right or wrong. But I think that there should be some consistency in the marketing for sure. I think you stay authentic, stay on track to what your truths are and what your messages are. I think that's really important. And that will show through. And then because you have to build that trust with people. Got it. And if you want to build trust with the people, then you have to be real, you have to be authentic. Uh, Because people always see the real things and they always connect with the real things. It's so true. It's really true. And it takes a while sometimes to build trust. And, you know, it's all in how you put your material out there, your content out there and your belief. And it's about timing with people too. I mean, it you know, it's about people seeing you and hearing you and resonating with your message at the right time in their life. And I also would say for those that are marketing, other coaches, don't compare yourself to other people. 
people, the way they're marketing, you can get caught in that trap and all that does is limit you. I mean, I've been down that road and I learned the hard way. I thought, you know what? I am just being me and I am not going to compare myself, you know, uh, look at what other people are doing because it's really, it really has to be our what we're doing within ourselves, right? It has to be authentic. Correct, correct. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so you know what? Each and every field, I would say that all fields have like some kind of misconceptions, right? So what are some common misconceptions about coaching? I think the most common misconceptions is that it's too expensive would be one of them. And honestly, what I think about that is, you know, what is worth the investment in your well-being, your confidence, your inner peace, your joy? Seriously, because when you make the commitment and you do pay the price of whatever it is, you're committed. At that point, you've stepped in and made yourself a priority. And that's when you step into accountability because you've paid the price. I've seen it where people don't charge much or some people didn't charge at all in the beginning when they coached. And what happens is people kind of fall off. They don't really stay with it. So, and you have to also realize that most of us coaches have gone through so much and we've done so much work and we've stayed on top of all the latest and greatest of what works that all of that takes time and energy. And so that's our PhD. It's like our PhD in life experience, right? So people have to realize that we need to be obviously compensated for our efforts and the and the challenges that we've overcome. And then also it's for them. So to me, you cannot put a cost on your well-being. Yeah. And another one would be, I would say, you know, the time restraint. Well, it takes a lot of time. But what happens is that when people start to work with someone that they really connect with, there's an energy that happens just organically that's beautiful. People love it. I mean, most of the people that I've coached renew. So if they do my eight-week program, they've renewed two, three, four times. I mean, I have people that just want to keep the connection and stay accountable to stay on track. So it, again, you have to ask yourself, you know, what is your happiness worth? What is your peace worth? And this affects our health. All of this affects our physical and mental health. So it's really important. And the important is when people pay, they pay attention, really good attention. And when they pay attention, they can be able to take actions. And when they take actions, they can have the risk. Right. I agree. Yes. Okay. And the some misconceptions about coaching industry is that people think that they don't need coach. Is that right? Like, how do you think about it? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to be really blunt, but it's how are things working for them? Like, okay, so is your life the way you want it to be? And you know what? For some people, it might be. So, Brad, you know, if people are living their truth in their own way, that's fine. But sometimes people don't want to realize that it could maybe I'm hiding, maybe I'm denying, maybe I'm in denial or something, right? Or some of them may not want to face going within and really working on some of the things that aren't real comfortable. But it doesn't have to be drawn out. In therapy, sometimes it can be drawn out. I have nothing against therapists. I work hand in hand with some therapists, as a matter of fact. But, you know, the process of doing the work pays off in the long run. I mean, the strength that you have and the resilience and the like self-love that you develop, you know, you can't put a price on it for sure. And it's hard to do that on your own again, you know, and I think people just have to really go within and say, okay, am I really happy? Is this what I'm really getting? Am I really getting what I want out of my life? Am I at peace? Am I living my truth? Am I being authentic in how I'm living? Or am I living for other people? And then those are questions that people would have to ask that would maybe make them realize that, you know what, maybe I need some guidance. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so now if you write a book about yourself, like have you written a book? Oh, if I was to write a book, actually I am writing a book, but I've stopped for a while. 
And my book, I'm going to change the title. I did have a title. It was more around life lessons because I took my clients, a lot of the clients I was working with, and I used their stories. And obviously they're, you know, I don't say who they are, but I do talk about their stories and how it relate to other people. And then I tie it into life lessons. And it's an awesome book, but I haven't finished it yet. But if I were to write a new book, it would be Love Warrior. Love Warrior. <laughs> love Warrior. The reason being is I am a very loving person and I love to, obviously, you know, that's my whole mantra that people have to be more loving in this world and there needs to be more unity. But I'm also a warrior at heart. I, I've had to be very resilient. I've had to have a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to do some of the things that I've done in my life. I've gone through some life-changing events that have completely changed my world upside down. So that's why I think Love Warrior would fit because I still haven't lost my heart, right? Even though I've been through so much emotionally. That's awesome. That's really great. If you want to uh, like live a life on your terms. Well, you do to some degree, sure. I mean, you have to have that desire to want to be, you know, want what you des desire in your life, you know, it, whatever makes you at peace. And that doesn't necessarily mean material. It could be really anything. It could be inner peace because I really believe, because I've lived a big life. I know what it's like. My life is very simple now and it's caused me to go within and work on myself, even on a very spiritual level. And I think that it's all in what you really want. Like how important is it to you? But I will say that when you start to gain that inner power, it's life-changing. Like you feel like you can take on the world. And and even if you have those times where you fall off path, you can get right back on because you know how to do it. You've done it before. That is the beauty in that, you know, being a warrior, having the courage, having the bravery. Because life isn't going to be perfect. We're, it's always going to be changing, right? We're always going to be evolving. That's why that's life. Yes. Okay, so, so the, uh, any final message that you would want to share with our listener? You know, I just think my final message would be, you know, everybody I would hope would just want to become the highest version of themselves in whatever way that is. And that is all unique to each individual person. And that it's very rewarding to work on yourself because it affects not only yourself, the relationship to yourself, which is the most important relationship you'll ever have, is the one you have with yourself. And then when, when you do that, you affect and impact your kids, those around you. And then ultimately, it causes a ripple effect out into the world. So if we all just work on ourselves to try to become a better version of ourselves or the highest version of ourselves, whatever we're called to do, that ultimately impacts the world on a whole. So I would just, you know, suggest that people look into that and, you know, it's possible. It's very possible. Trust me, I've been there. I've gone over the hump. I work with people that have completely changed their life just by learning how to set boundaries alone and having some type of, of a practice every morning to get their day off and a, on a good start. So there's just the little tidbits where we get the, you know, the intermittent, um, you know, nuggets of growth that keep us going. Yeah. Absolutely. And look about your uh, Instagram, Facebook, or any social media platform so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you. Uh, the best way is either through my website, which is sanalife.com. I have a contact page. And I also have my Instagram, which is sanalifecoach. I'm on LinkedIn. So really, there's, you know, three different ways. I would suggest going to my website because that's, you know, you can fill out the contact form and you can see a little bit more of what I offer in my coaching services. 
guys do make sure you follow sona as she is a wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs so that was today's episode of parking on to pinar show thank you sona for being on the show and it was an honor to hosting you today thank you so much i appreciate it most welcome so that's it i will go subrat signing off and you guys have a wonderful day bye guys <laughs>